Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. That's right. It is your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on The Hype 87.3. And as I told you guys a few minutes ago, we have some dope talent checking in tonight. And we are kicking it off with the one and only two, three to God. What's going on with you? How you doing? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, thank you so much. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you so much for taking some time tonight, you know, to join us here on the Hype 87.3 out here in ATL. So, you know, appreciate you being here. But go ahead and give us that official introduction. Yes, man. It's uh, it's two thirty, guy. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. So uh, repping uh South Carolina. Uh, you know we uh we working hard out here. We trying to make a new movement. We trying to make something happen for real out here with this music because there's not a lot of not a lot of good stuff going yeah. with the music scene. So we're just trying to make it big. So I'm repping Anderson, South Carolina. Two thirty, guy. I love it. I love it. Well, definitely. I know the Carolinas, North and South, produce a lot of great artists. You know, I have a lot of artists that actually come out from the Carolinas to interview with me. So maybe at some point in time, we can get you to come out here to ATL. We can do this in person, you know. But for now, um, I appreciate you again checking in tonight. We just want the listeners to really understand your journey and how you got started with music. But before we do that, let's take it back, you know, to your childhood. What were you like as a child? Like, we'll say before the age of 10. You said the age of 10? Like before the age of 10, what were you like as a child? Were you playing sports? Were you always into music? You know, give us kind of a rundown of your childhood of what you liked and what you were into. I wasn't always into music as a child. I was, um, I was really into sports growing up. So I was, I was really, I was really active. I, uh, I did basketball, football. I also played gymnastics. So I, uh, I did a lot growing up in sports. That is dope. That was really my main, my main hobby. Yeah, that is really, really dope. I love that. Let's let's dive into that a little bit more. Um, you know, getting involved in sports was that something that you wanted to do, or was it something that maybe your parents wanted you to do, or a little bit of both? It was a little bit of both. Like it was. That's really uh, growing up uh, where I'm from. That's really the, the main thing that we connect with. So it's really just natural. It's just a little bit of both. I love it. I love it. I, I always, I'm a big advocate of, of kids getting involved in stuff because it kind of sets them up with some good structure, discipline, you know, punctuality, how to be a team player. Would you say that you got a lot of those um, traits from playing sports? Yes, ma'am, of course. That is dope. I love it. So anybody in your family musically inclined or a lover of music beside yourself? Uh, my pop so-called himself making music uh, a long time ago but that's really the only the closest person I can think of that's connected with music like that yeah so how did music become your passion as far as you wanting to actually create music um well I have a uh I started listening to rappers like like Lil Wayne and uh Lil Wayne he uh uses a lot of similes and metaphors and I like poetry as a kid growing up too so just just hearing different similes and metaphors and the way he compares certain things it just made me have a grow a liking into music and later in life you know life goes on and uh stuff happens and music was really just a uh something in 
a tool to keep me balanced in life. So it's really important to me, like outside of just just the industry and stuff like that. It's just a, it's really a mechanism for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really and truly like a therapy for a lot of people, whether you just listen to music for therapy or if you write music or create music. I think all the way around, it's just a, a therapy. And it's that universal language. Everybody likes some style of music. Yes, ma'am. How long have you been recording on a professional level, meaning that you're, you know, recording on a good microphone, you're putting the music out on the digital platforms. About how long has that been for you? Uh, right around two years. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's dive in and talk about that a little bit. Take it back two years ago. Um, were you doing music prior to that? And then two years ago you decided you wanted to take it seriously? I was doing music prior to, I was doing music, uh, out of high school okay. and um, a lot of people in my corner weren't really supportive of that idea they wanted me to pursue school and sports and football so I was really making music like by myself on my own time spending my money on studio time but it was it wasn't like a professional studio it was just a studio you know around me that I could get into so I was making music before the two year span yeah. now Definitely. So what made you decide that, you know, you really wanted to step up your game and, and start taking it more seriously? Was it something that you decided you wanted to really pursue or was there something else that made you decide to step up? Oh, it was really just coming out of out of high school. I had I had opportunities to play uh, Division One football, but I just knew that I I didn't want to do that. I knew that music was something that I really loved. And I knew football was like, it's going to be another hard journey. It's going to be another three years in school. Yeah. So I just, I really just faced reality at the end of the day. Like, what do I want to do? What am I good at? And what can I, uh, and what can I do to further myself yeah. as a person? Definitely. I love what you said. You, It's what you're good at. And that's the thing is finding out. Everybody has a gift. Some people have multiple gifts and, as we get older and mature, we find out what those gifts are. Some people do at a young age, but, you know, I think most people going into adulthood really understand what they're good at and enjoy doing. So is music really a passion for you? Yes, ma'am, of course. Yeah. So being that music's your passion, what is your purpose for doing music? My purpose of doing music is to connect with people that feel the same way as me, just to give people an outing, something that they can relate to, something that they like, and just something that they can look forward to hearing and trying to connect with it. Yeah, most definitely. Without boxing yourself in, because I know no artist ever likes to do that, right? Um, describe your style of music. Um, my favorite style of music would probably be like pain, yeah. soul music, like hard trap pain, stuff like that. Like, yeah, that would probably be my, my, my favorite area. Yeah. Understood. Are you ever open to venturing out and tapping into other genres, whether you create another genre, like, you know, maybe some country or some pop or collabing with an artist from other genres? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Which genre would you want to choose first? <laughs> uh, I like R&B. Yeah. Can you sing? Uh, 
I can sing a little bit. Okay, okay, that's dope. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is really, really dope. So do you think in your heart that that's something that you will pursue at some point in time and maybe kind of touch up on your vocals to be able to put out like an R&B type record? Yes, ma'am. Of course. I definitely want to uh, dive into that. Yeah. The ladies will love it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, just taking a look at, like, the bigger picture of, you know, your personal music career, you know, take everybody else out the equation. What are you enjoying the most about your journey of creating music? I think it would be the progress, just seeing from where I started and where I am now, and just seeing that I, I stayed consistent and, and didn't give it give it up. So just to see where I'm at now, and the progression. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part about it. Absolutely. That's always dope to look back and see how far you've come. That's the only time we should ever look back is to see how far we've come, right? Yes, ma'am. So being that you have progressed and you've gotten better at what you do, what would you say is like the biggest change about yourself as a music artist over these last couple of years? I would say to try to mold my music more around my audience. I've been trying to focus on that as I've, as I've grown, just trying to make it more relatable to them rather than myself strictly. So yeah. just trying to cater to who's listening and who's going to support me. That's dope. I love that. You, you keep it true to yourself, but you also deliver music that you, you know, know that the people who are tuned in with you are going to like. You're, you're catering to the people who really rock with 2-3 to God. Yes, ma'am. I love it. Tell us about your name. I'm curious. Where did the name come from? Okay, I, uh, I'm a big LeBron fan, so okay. two, 23, 23 was my number throughout high school for football and basketball, and everybody called me by my number. Nobody, everybody never called me by my name. Like, I never heard my name. It was only my number. So it started with just two, three, and then, like, I just – I got into a place where, like, uh, I had to really, you know, find God and just really try to make my life better in areas. So the, the God part just came – it's just to give homage and honor to God as much as I can, rather than having him in my name just to show reverence to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so it's safe to say that you're definitely spiritual. Yes, ma'am. I love that. I love that. Do you just to dive in on that a little bit, because I'm I'm very spiritual as well. And I every day I talk to God in my own way, whether it's when I wake up or throughout the day, you know, asking him to cover me and protect me. Do you have a, a relationship with God where you talk to him on a daily? Yes, ma'am, of course. I love it. I love it. How important is that to you? And And not even. With music, just in life, how important is it to, for you, two, three, to God, to have that personal relationship with Him? It's very important because even growing up, I was in the. Uh, my mama always had me in the church, so yeah, I, I knew the importance early, and just knowing how blessed we are, even when we're when we think we're not. Yeah. So. Having that relationship with God is, is key to, you know, being successful, not even riches, but just being blessed. And 
That's the biggest facts ever. You nailed it. Understood. And that's how I feel, you know, and I, I like to talk about that because, you know, not that I try to push it on anybody, but I feel like whatever religion you follow and some people take a little bit from each one and kind of make it their own. And that's OK, too. You know, it just it's important. So thank you for being transparent and sharing that with us. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. So over these two years that you've been doing music, what has been like a highlight moment for you? Something that you can brag about real quick. Uh, okay. I, I just recently went to the, um, the BET hip hop award mm, with my dad. That's huge. Okay. Tell us about that experience. What was it like for you and what did you get from it? It was, it was really fun. I, I, I had a chance to meet uh, artists, actors, some of my favorite actors growing up, some of my favorite artists, just being around them. I was a little starstruck at first, but when I settled down, it was like I could be one of them eventually, be the, one of their statuses. So it was it was fun, and I just I just learned that it's not impossible that you know everybody we're all the same, we're just different in our own way. So I just I really learned that it's not impossible being there. That's facts. Absolutely. Everybody's journey's different. Some people may get there a little quicker than others, but that's okay. That is dope. I love what you took from it. So it's safe to say that it was a big motivation for you. Yes, ma'am. That is dope. Let's talk about your creative process. I'm always intrigued by this part. Are you a writer or do you freestyle punch in? How does your music come together? I do both. Um, I prefer to write just for the fact that you know studio time isn't studio time is paid for so i like to be prepared and i feel like writing i can i can focus on other stuff i can focus on my delivery rather say than uh than the lyrics and i feel like that's that's key i mean wasting the producer's time and wasting my time so i like to be prepared but sometimes it just depends on my emotions how i'm feeling i may, it may just be a day i just i want to go to the studio and i book a session and hear a couple of beats and and lay something down. Yeah. So it all starts with the beat, like hearing that, or do you like maybe driving in your car, you come up with an idea and you jot it down or kind of a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both, but uh, it's, it's, it's usually nine times out of 10, I listen to the beats and I just see what beats I like. Yeah. I heard you say earlier on, you know, when you were kind of describing your sound and your style of music, I heard you mention pain music, which, you know, I think is dope because that pain music is very relatable. Would you say that being a writer helps with that? Meaning that writing is a form of like mental therapy for you? Yes, ma'am. Of course. I, I love, I love writing as an escape. I love writing just, you know, get my, my thoughts out and it makes it creative. It, it, it challenges me to put it into a song form. And that's basically all it is. It's me put my feelings into into a song so it's definitely a form of mental therapy i love it i love it um all the records that you've written whether they're out there on the platforms or they're still in your vault or maybe just on a piece of paper which one is the most personal for you which one is the most personal i would have to say I have a song called Tell Me Out right now. And it's a, 
it's a it's a it's a soft it's a, it's a soft song I would say, but it's just basically about like me feeling like I'm wrong and why is why is everybody blaming me and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and a lot of people like that song. So when I I saw that people like that song, it just made me like it even more that other people could share the same feelings as me. Yeah. So that that song is probably the most personal to me. How long has that record been out? Uh, a year and some change, maybe like a year and three months, I would say. Okay. Have you shot a video for it yet? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so it's on the on YouTube. Is your YouTube listed under Two Three to God as well? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so anybody tapping in that hears this now or later, make sure you guys go check out the visuals. One thing I always encourage people is not only visit his YouTube, but hit that subscribe button, hit the, the thumbs up button and leave a nice comment. You know, artists really depend on that stuff. You know, it's important that we support these independent artists. That way we can get him to the BET awards where he's on the stage accepting an award, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a big believer in manifesting what we want. Is that, is that something that you believe in as well? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. What are some of the things that, you're manifesting for this year, if you don't mind sharing, maybe just one or two things that you want to manifest and make sure that two, three to God makes happen in 2024. I want to build, I just want to build a consistent, a consistent fan base this year. I want to have consistent fans. I want to have fans that relate to me that are helping me where we're in this together. So I, I just want to, I want to do that and I want to be consistent for my fans. So I, I would say just my main goal this year is to, to, to shock my fans, to, to give them more, to, yeah. to do, to do, do a lot for them this year. I love it. I love that you're in tune with your fans. That's important because without our fans, who are we, right? You know, like they're the ones who really make us big. So let me ask you this. What would be a realistic number for 2024, you're like, okay, I want 50 new fans. I want 100 new fans. What would be a realistic number for you? Uh, realistically, I want like 5K new fans in 2024. Okay, okay, okay. that's dope. I love it. You know, you got to think big, right? Go hard or go home. <laughs> so with, yes, that, with that being said, what are some of the things, you know, that you can personally do to tap in with your existing fans and also create new fans? Like, what does that look like for you? Posting a lot of content, making a lot of dope songs, shooting a lot of dope visuals. Um, and really, it's the, it's, the, it's the content and just staying on top of it and letting them know I'm still here and giving them something to look forward to look at. Absolutely. Content is key. We are in a major content era. You know, even if you just do a quick video on your phone or whatever, you know, there's a lot of really dope like apps and stuff that you can you cap cut and in shot that you can just quickly make a really dope video and edit it on your phone. You know, does you don't always have to pay a videographer to do it. You could do a lot of that stuff yourself. So that's good that you're in tune with that. What about shows? Are you getting out performing at all? Yes, ma'am. I get out from time to time and perform. Okay. What is it? What's it like in Anderson, South Carolina? Are there shows and opportunities for independent artists out there? Not really. Anderson is Anderson is really uh, a selfish, a selfish place. We have a lot of we have a lot of talent, but 
a lot of a lot of Anderson don't want to see the next person in Anderson win. Mm. Like it's uh, it's real. It's real. It's, it's hard because we don't unify together. Yeah. So, but I'm trying to change that specifically because that's it's it's really sad. It's it's it's, it's bad down here. No, I agree. It it happens a lot in a lot of cities. I hear it from artists that travel, you know, from other cities or that I interview from other cities. Their their cities have that same mentality. So what do you think that you could personally do to change the narrative of that in your city? Well, me personally, I'm not the type of person to like I'm not I'm not gonna gatekeep anything. So you know, we all working, like, but if, if I were to say, for say, get put on, I'm a, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help any way I can. Yeah. Anybody that I see is working hard or really trying to do something different, I'm gonna make sure that I, I put in a word for you. Whatever I have to do when I, when I get in that position. Yes, a boss. Yes, ma'am. I believe in order to be a boss, you have to help other people and put them in a position to be a boss. And it sounds like that's absolutely what you're doing. And you know, you could be that artist who really gets recognized first out of your city. I'm not sure if there is any other big artist that's, you know, really made headlines out of Anderson, South Carolina that I'm familiar with. So that you that could be you. It will be you. How about that? We're it not could be, it will be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we we definitely have some that, you know, made some noise. We have we definitely had a couple, but you know, as far as like a a stamp Anderson, South Carolina, I wanna be I wanna be that one. Definitely. Definitely. So I want to ask you this and be honest. Do you feel like that the DJs out there are supporting? Um, are you guys connected artists and DJs really connected? Or do you think there's a little bit of a disconnect between the artists and DJs in your city? Uh, it's definitely a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. We probably lack, we lack DJs. I can't even think of a, a couple on, on top of my head. So, it's not even a lot to choose from, but it's not really nothing going on. It's really everybody in it for themselves yeah. down here. So where would be the closest city to Anderson that you could go to to, you know, do some shows and maybe network and, you know, meet some, you know, people in the industry? What what would be the closest city for you that could help you um, outside of your city? I'm in uh, Atlanta all the time networking and recording and shows and all of that. I'm in Atlanta a lot. How long of a drive is that? Like two hours? Yes, ma'am. It's two hours. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, let me know when you're back out here again, because, um, you know, we've I've got a podcast studio and the radio station and a few other things. And me and my business partner, OG Bigger Rankin, he and I do um, showcases once a quarter. So definitely, you know, let me know when you're back out here so we can tap in. I will. I will. That'll be dope. So what are you currently working on right now? I know you have a single that we're going to check out here in just a few minutes. Um, but before we, you know, tell everybody about it and get into it, what are you working on? Are you like in single mode or are you potentially working on an album or an EP? I'm working on an EP right now. So I'm trying to um, get that together. I have a couple more songs to finish, but yeah, I'm mainly focusing on the EP right now. Got it. Is there a title for it that you can share? Or is that something that's still kind of in the works? It's still in the works. It's still in the works, but it's, it's coming though. Yeah. I got you. Got it. Got it. Will it be in the next couple months? 
Yes, ma'am, of course. Okay, okay. So for anybody tuning in, you hear that. He said in the next couple of months, he got an EP dropping for us. What can we anticipate when we hear this EP for the first time? You don't hear um, just some real emotion, just real pain and how I feel and ways to stop feeling bad or upset or mad at the world or stuff like that. So you're going you're gonna to hear that. You're also going to hear creativeness, some bars, some metaphor. Yeah. Well-rounded, it so, sounds like. Yes, ma'am. I always try to put a lot into my song. Is there going to be something for the ladies on there? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be nothing on the, for the ladies on there on this one, but I got a couple of singles for the ladies that's in the works. Too. Okay, that's dope. And like you said, you're working on, on the singing part too. The ladies going to love that. So any ladies that hear this, stay tuned. It's on the way. um i did hear you mention earlier on in our conversation you talked about lil wayne um would you say that he's one of the bigger inspirations for you when it comes to music since you've started doing music or just you know overall he definitely was the first yeah he definitely was the first anybody else that you want to oh i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) oh no 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 you good you good so, I, uh, I grew to like, it's a, um, a rapper, Montana 300. I like him a lot. Yeah. He, um, he's independent and I commended with him a lot. So he would probably be one that's real influential to me. Definitely. Definitely. I'm definitely familiar. Is that a route that you think that you want to pursue as the independent route or would you ever have a desire to sign with the label if it made sense for you? It really depends on if it makes sense for me and my family at the time. Yeah. I'm not against it, but, you know, if I'm doing better independent and I'll stay independent, but if a label presents itself, I'm, I'm going to take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you're working with Wealth Nation, so, you know, shout out to you for, you know, making that situation happen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Shout out to Wealth Nation. Yeah, most definitely. Let me ask you this. How long have you been working with Wealth Nation? Uh, about four months. Okay, fairly, fairly recently. Um, great team. Um, have you had the opportunity to meet Faro, Faro Jow, the producer? Yes, ma'am, I have. He's so dope, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am, he is. I had an opportunity to record with him for a couple of hours. I love it. I love it. I've known Faro for, for many years now, and he was actually the one that connected me with Wealth Nation. And, you know, now I'm one of their go-to people that does the interview. So I'm, I'm excited that you and I connected that way. So big shout out to Wealth Nation. Shout out to Rob Terrell and the whole Liz and the whole team over there. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So what is your ultimate goal? And, and what I mean by that is, you know, some, some artists tell me that they want to take care of their family. They want to buy their mama house. Some people say they want to, the, the fame and the money. What is it for you uh, with doing music? The biggest thing for me is I don't like seeing nobody like suffering or worried or stuff like that. So, but I don't want, I'm, I don't want to be viewed as a, a bank either but i'm the type of person that will help anybody if i could like i don't i don't want to see anybody down so i think just to be able to put people in position to do better 
or just to have a better life if I, if I can make that happen. Yeah, very selfless. I love that. I love that. It sounds like you're definitely uh, a man of your word. You stand on it. You want to help people, you know, when you can. You know, you, you have a great relationship with God. So I think you have everything in the making to really make it big in this industry. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. Got to keep pushing. You know, there's the, I've been in this industry for over 13 years and I'll tell you, I'm not an artist, but I've been a radio personality almost the entire time I've been in the industry. And I'll tell you, there's days where I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. Like we get frustrated, a little bit of anxiety kicks in, but then I think about how far I've come. And like I said earlier on, that's the only time we look back is to see how far we've come. So I just say that to say this, just keep pushing. Don't ever let nothing get in your way. Most definitely. This is your journey, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is dope. So, listen, we're gonna we're gonna check out your record. It's called Dead Guys. Break that down for us. What does this record mean to you? The record is really motivated behind money, but if you listen closely, it's just about you know people taking death for granted and making a mockery of death. Mm. So. It's really, it's really about that. Yeah. So. I love that because that happens a lot, especially on social media. Yes, ma'am. A lot of people don't show love to someone until they're dead and gone. We got to give people their flowers now, right? Yes, ma'am. Definitely. So we're going to get into the record. Before we do that, who do you want to give flowers to? Who do you want to shout out to? I want to give a shout out to Wealth Nation. I want to shout out my management, my label, AMG. I want to shout out my mama, my daughter, and my uh, my wife. I love it. You're a family man, too. That is dope. So you, it's really bigger than you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I love it. Well, keep doing what you're doing. Tell everybody where they can follow you at on whatever social platforms that you're on. And if you have a website, you can give that out as well. Of course, y'all can follow me on any social media platform at I am two thirty guy. I am two thirty guy on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find me on any social media platform. Definitely, and make sure you guys go over to his YouTube and hit that subscribe button. I'm gonna make sure I definitely do that because I want to always support artists, especially guys like you who are out here working. You're doing the right thing. You're a family man. You're you're a God fearing man. Like you're doing it. You're definitely doing it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else that you want to make sure that people are tuned in with? Do you have like maybe your own business with merch or anything like that, that you want to make sure everybody's familiar with? Not yet, but it's on the way. And I will make sure that I let, I let you know, and I'll let everybody else know too, but it's on the way. Merch is on the way. Everything is on the way. I love it. I love it. So they got to stay tuned, stay tapped in. He told you his social media, make sure you guys follow (laughs) him. Stay tuned in. He he engages with his fans, you know, and that's so important. And I love that you do that. Yes, ma'am. So we're about to get into this record. I need you to go ahead and give me the official introduction. This is Dead Guys by 2 3 the Guy. Let's get it. Let's go. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype 87.3. Let's go with Tease. 
on the track. Never get me cause I'm fucked up in the head